On today's episode, we are asking the accountant what questions we should ask an accountant and what things we should do to prepare for tax season. Stick around. Hola creators, I'm Jessenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Focus and Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Yesenia, and today I have a very special guest. She, ha- I've been, we've been working together for almost six years now. She is wonderful. She makes numbers and taxes sound like play. If you can believe that, it's even remotely possible. Without further ado, I have Michelle Court from BMP Accounting Solutions. So Michelle, welcome to the Focus and Bloom Podcast. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I am very really happy to have you here. <laughs> I've listened to the podcast and I'm excited to be able to participate in what you're doing. So it's very positive. Um, and, and then getting to work with you is just, it's, it's very nice. It's been nice to know when you work with someone with accounting and taxes <laughs> <laughs> that they know how to breathe through the sessions. <laughs> well, you definitely make it easy. And, you know, let me just say, well, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let me just say one, one of the things that, um, I, you know, my first business was in Puerto Rico. It, this was 2008. I had maybe two or three different accountants and I never, I only liked working with one of them and then I moved to the States, but it was a struggle to find somebody that really connected with and understood my business. And, um, that's one of the things that one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in because you've been such an instrumental part in the growth of my business from the very beginning. Oh. And because I didn't, I, I, I don't have a business major. My major have all my majors have been related to photography and arts and all of that. So I only took one business class and we did not discuss accounting. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of that. No. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's why most people don't know what accounting really does. They think we're just bookkeepers. Yeah, there's so much more. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, becoming a business owner, There's a, you wear multiple hats, especially when you're starting out. So um, I knew that I wanted to hire an accountant because I knew that numbers and taxes was not my strong suit. And I wanted to hire a professional to help me because then that's one less thing that I need to worry about because I know somebody that is trustworthy and I can then continue to work on other things to help continue growing and build my business. And really, you've been a, a really huge part of this. So I really appreciate this is a test for your business. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, it's, it's a pleasure to watch you grow, to watch other business owners grow. That was um, part of the reason I got into uh, doing accounting. Uh, I worked for other accounting firms and other companies, but y- you don't get that uh, one-on-one to watch a client grow. And so it's been nice to watch you grow wisely over the years and you you even though you've not had training you pick up quickly and if you don't understand you ask and that's what's important asking questions 
So that's it's been a pleasure to watch that. And we need more business owners to do that. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So speaking of asking questions, let's let's go ahead and dive into specifically like um, what are three, let's say what are three questions or what are some questions that a photographer or business owners should ask a, a an accountant whenever that is they're looking for somebody or they're looking for somebody new. So what are something that what are questions that you should ask as a business owner? If you're looking for an accountant, then you want to look for someone depending upon also where you are in your budget. So I'm going to be honest with that first. So as a photographer, your income fluctuates in the beginning. You want to check in with someone maybe that can advise you how to do your own books, um, how to track your expenses, how to um, get set up as far as preparing for taxes. Because in the beginning, it should be really straightforward. But you're going to want to consult an accountant regarding your business structure, too, um, if you don't want to go to a lawyer. Because most people think only lawyers set up their business structure, but an accountant can help you uh, select a business structure for you. So I would look for someone who can help you tie in your business structure to how to plan for your taxes, because that's really what it's about. It's preparing throughout the year for taxes. For a photographer, definitely get a business structure. Um, you can be a sole proprietor, but for more protection of your assets, I would say you would want to go ahead and seek out and invest in being a um at least an LLC at minimum. Right. Because, you know, and I think it's, I like that you said that you, you mentioned about, you know, finding an accountant or professional that can help you at least teach you, teach you how you do it yourself, because then it's important that you understand what's happening, even if you don't know the super mm -hmm. nitty gritty, but having an idea of, you know, what type of expenses are, are, you know, that can be expensed <laughs> for your business and what, you know, what type of other categories or how to plan for savings and things like that. So, um, at least you knowing what's how the basics of that works, I think it's going to be, it's very useful, uh, because then you know what you're looking for whenever you're ready to hire an accountant for, for your business. Right. Because the, I start out with training you because I think about your budget first. So you want an accountant that understands what the differences are between business expenses um, for a photographer because it is different than other service business. All businesses are different. So you do want someone who can help you understand that portion of it and be willing to learn. You can't, I know it's hard, but you can't outsource that knowledge that's valuable in the beginning right very true yeah so your accountant should be willing to train you on it if they only want you to like if they only want to do it for you you're most likely in the beginning you're not ready for that so like we started out with me training you um on how to get it organized you was like i have it i have a basic idea and you had a general spreadsheet <laughs> yes <laughs> but you wanted to get more organized because i know sometimes it's scary not knowing what can you write off or what what's not yeah and so we started out with what is deductible or what what does that mean so having someone explain that in an accountant is going to be helpful so you'll start out with meetings 
uh, or training sessions as opposed to, say, someone doing your books? Yeah, I think that's a, uh, education is important. Mm-hmm. I think knowing what's going on the back end, um, uh, that's going to help you, anybody really, uh, understand more of the processes behind your business. Um, so I exactly. Think that's really, yeah, that's really great. So what are, you know, you mentioned uh, keeping track of, of, of what, what can be expensed, but um, what are some best practices that you recommend for service-based businesses such as a photographer to better prepare for tax season. So that's, this is where we're diving into the, the fun part. <laughs> because, oh <boy. laughs> because really, you know, photographers and, and this really varies on what type of photography business you have, because I'm a wedding and brand photographer and, I, but uh-huh. I'm not a commercial. I'm not, I don't photograph landscapes so that my expenses are very different from somebody that shoots travel or documentary. Yeah. that's so it's very very different even if you can compare two wedding photographers their their business will be different they have a different yeah. approach different needs and whatnot so different equipment exactly um, exactly yeah so um, we're approaching tax season what are things that what are some best practices that we can uh think of and and keep in mind whenever we are working our business and and planning well, the biggest part, your largest expense is equipment and then your props for your staging. Um, honestly, I know it's hard for the client to understand that you, you don't have those props on hand depending upon what they want. And then you have to be creative. How do you create the scenery? And so you're, it's like, uh, it's like posing for little movie scenes. <laughs> so <laughs> basically in the beginning, even if it's something you have to purchase for that client, here's where you need to start determining what is specific for your business that you can use over and over or what you will only use for one client. So part of taxes, we have to separate separate out like what we call operating expenses or overhead, which is general. And then we have cost of goods sold or cost of services sold. So those are per client. So right off the bat, start tracking how much does it take to provide your service to this one client. Now, you don't want to be adding in things that you're going to have to overcharge them for because that's going to run your client off and then you're going to be out of money. So pricing in the beginning is also going to be important. And that plays a fact into what you can cover. So uh, a lot of people go for like a zero tax mindset. But if you don't have any profits, you're not going to grow your business. But I know we're going to get to that part. So in the beginning, just make sure you're recording your expenses because you need them to be less than your income. And it's going to help you price better for the next client. Taxes, we're looking at what came in and what went out. So if you don't track it, you're going to end up either paying, overpaying taxes or underpaying it and then getting penalized in the end. So track, track, track. Even if you start out with writing it down in a notebook and then write it down. If you're traveling, that's per client. Why did you travel? If you want to write off things like mileage and your travel expenses. So um, you can't, if you're just taking a trip for training, that's different than say a trip for uh, a shoot. Exactly. And so we have to know the difference between those two. You can't just say it's all travel. For who? Right. Even the IRS needs to know 
who did you go see? Why did you go see them? What date did you go see them? How much did you spend? All of that. Yeah, we, we're we not just being nosy. We have to put that on your on your tracking, on your backup data. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that you mentioned pr- uh, pricing. And uh, we're not going to dive into pricing, but definitely mm-hmm. being uh, being aware of of how much money is going out so that you can deliver a particular service for a client. So let's say mm-hmm. a wedding photographer, if you deliver, if, if you deliver your photos via an online gallery, so you have to think about how much are you paying for that online gallery? It's usually a membership. If you're delivering that photo, those photos via a USB, you need to think about the pricing of the USB, the shipping of that, and then any other thing that, that you might want to include as part of a package. So maybe prints or you're selling canvases or things like mm, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're doing a mini session and you're renting a space at a, uh, at some location, then how much is that location is charging you? You need to build that up in whatever pricing you're including because, you know, it's not your, if you don't build it up into your pricing, then you're going to be end up paying for all of that. And then instead of being uh-huh. in the plus, you're going to be in the minus. You're not going to be profitable. Yeah, you had a uh, podcast about, I believe about pricing and that you did really well. So they should go back and listen to that. Yeah, that's a good start with uh, listening to what you said there. And you're right. And for taxes, we also need to know that because uh, if you're just writing off your vacation home, um, but it's not a venue per se for you to handle multiple clients, you can't write that off, you know? So, um, but if you don't know any other way, or if you use your vacation home as a venue, now, yes, you can deduct off, deduct expenses on that. So it's all about tracking. It's all about knowing honestly. You can't right. just... You can't just say, I'm going, I believe it'll work. You have to track and know your cost associated per client and overall. So... And I know sometimes you can save money. You can like break up the cost between clients if, you know, you might have to pay for it up front, but can you earn that money back? So all that too, you know, that's, it goes into tracking and bookkeeping and, and uh, just keeping good records. Okay. So we mentioned, you mentioned profit. So Building a profitable business while staying, still being able to save money and pay yourself. So let's let's mm-hmm. dive into this because one big <laughs> mistake, the, yeah, one big mistake that a lot of business starting business owners do. Uh, I struggled with this at the very beginning. Was paying myself. Like you are working so hard and building your business, and then you don't pay yourself. What's the point of that? How do you like, do it? You're not gonna go and get hired somewhere else and work for free. That's not not how it works that's called volunteer <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so let's you know let's let's talk a little bit about that about you know planning and for for the purpose of being able to save but really paying yourself as well okay so yes that it it's hard for most business owners because i'm not quite sure where the mindset started that um reinvest all your money back into your business and then, like, don't pay yourself at all. And then when hard times hit or your slow seasons because the income fluctuates, how do you live? If you yeah. put everything in there and say maybe you purchase 
all your equipment ahead of time and then you hit your slow season. Um, or what if you do have to pay taxes? How do you prepare for that bill? So what I recommend is, is setting aside money or, um, you can set up some bank accounts to kind of filter the money out and start reserving a, a portion of it. But you have to sit down and look at profit, like you mentioned, because that's really what we pay ourselves out of if you are depending upon your business structure. So all of that also goes into how you pay yourself. If you're a sole proprietor or LLC, you pay yourself out of what's left over. And that's pretty much what profit is, what's left over. So we want to make sure there's something left over. So you're going to have to plan your spending. You're going to have to look at what comes in and then make it just start. Like I had you start with just 5% paying yourself. Yeah. Move that out to an account. And that's what you're going to pay yourself regardless of what internally it tells you don't do it. (laughs) 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 But what you started seeing is, oh, I got some money I can dip into. And it didn't harm the business while you were dipping into that money because you're going to have a pot reserved to pay bills. You're going to know how much you need to pay each month. Um, In the beginning, you kind of want to avoid reoccurring bills. But, you know, we all have expenses we need to have. There are some minimum. You need telephone. You're going to need Internet. Internet. You're going to need a website. Exactly. Um, Your your photography. Certain things. Yeah, CRM. So software, accounting software. Uh, I do recommend if you can get it, it's very affordable. Um, uh, You know, there are some recommendations that that we have. So I would recommend that you know how much you need to pay out each month. So get clear on that and then put it in an account. Have have an accounts payable account. Um, Have a profit account where you literally just go ahead and move some money to that account. And that's going to be your account later on. So you are going to have to be selectively spending in the beginning, um, but that money will cover the slow seasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's you have to designate a percentage or a portion of income for yourself until you get to the point where you can either pay yourself per job or pay yourself by the hour uh, or monthly on a regular salary. So you kind of build up to where, yes, even you as a business owner can pay yourself a regular salary. I'm glad that you mentioned that because, uh, you know, and, and this goes really back into that idea of how you're pricing your business, huh? how you're pricing your services. At, at Ultimately, the beginning. Right. And like, if you don't want, if that profit is $20, well, you know, good mm-hmm. for you. You made profit. Even if it's $20, that's still profit. But now let's bring it, bring it up a couple notches so that we can then make, uh, make that profit enough so that we can have a living wage and we can have even more than that, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Well, there's, there's that, um, there's, <laughs> and that, that goes to you have your sale. You have your cost of services sold or cost of goods sold, which is per client. That Mm -hmm. means that you have to spend this to provide the service. Now you have what they call gross net profit. That's more flexible. Here's where you need to distribute that profit so you have some savings, 
so you can pay yourself and so you can pay your bills and so you can prepare for the next sale because sometimes we have to pay for stuff up front before we can get it back from the client. So that's usually called bill back. So that's another thing. You would add that to their invoice and get your money back. But that goes in. You have to tell them up front. People don't like surprise charges. Oh, no. So if you don't, <laughs> and, you know, I try to explain even my charges. And sometimes you have to eat it because you, if you're trying to offer something, you don't really know how much you should be charging. You're going to lose money. So because if it costs you more to provide it, yeah. You're not going to have any profit left over. You can't pay yourself. You can't keep your business going. So right. you have to, um, even if you have an emergency funding set aside, that money you get is not all yours either. You can't pay. If you do have, say, 200 left over, you can't take 200 out of the business. So out of that 200 hey, maybe we'll pay ourselves 10%. We'll put... 10% in savings, and then that's how you distribute it until it all has a money assignment. I call it a money assignment because you need to assign your money where it's going. Uh, otherwise, you end up spending it in areas, unplanned areas. So right. Right. that's the best way to prepare your profit to pay yourself and handle your costs. Save. I love, I love it. Designate. Yes. <laughs> Ever since you presented me the idea a couple of years back of dividing my bank accounts into different mm -hmm. and, and separating them into, um, you know, where the money that's coming in my collections account where money is deposited and then my accounts payable where I'm using everything that in from that account to pay stuff uh, and savings and things like that. It makes it a lot easier. It's made it a Doesn't lot easier it? for me. Oh my Doesn't gosh. Yes. It? Like why? Mm -hmm. This is like a no brainer. <laughs> I mean, I'm a visual person. So like I see different, like I have five accounts. So I see all these accounts like, okay, I know this one, this one, and this one. As, as opposed mm -hmm. to just having one single account where everything is just all bundled up and you have no idea what's what. No. And, and usually that leads to more of those over withdrawals. So yeah. everybody can act like they've never had a negative bank balance, but they have because they forgot something was coming out of it. Right. And that's because all of it was lumped together. Or if someone makes a mistake on billing you. Right. Um, so if there's an overdraft and maybe you missed the email or the mail notice and now say insurance is taking out an extra hundred dollars, it's going to throw off your plan for the month. So right. having that in a separate account too was another benefit. So now you don't touch my sales <laughs> and then you can move it as an, as you need it. Cause you have to prepare for other people doing stuff too. And as a new business owner, those accounts, I'm glad it helped you visually because we do need to see what's coming in and what's going out. And sometimes you may not necessarily have that in your books already. You have mm -hmm. to, it's easy to log into the bank sometimes right. and see see where you need to move your money right exactly so mm -hmm. i love this Michelle. I, this is so yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> all right so oh, you were it looked like you were going to say something else and i interrupted you no you're fine <laughs> you're okay <laughs> keep okay. me on track because I, uh, I girl i enjoy <laughs> i know you're so great at I, this. I love it i love it because i guess i live it so that's that's one thing. I don't just teach you how to do it. I live it. And so I do it first 
um, you know, not everything because I'm not in everybody's business, but uh, certain techniques I have lived personally. So I, I know how it is and I get excited to share what works. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you're keeping me on track here. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we've um I think we've talked we've covered everything about I mean, I know this wasn't a super specific topic because there's so much we can talk about even just for for pricing alone or taxes alone and you know (laughs) we can really dive into it Uh, but overall my goal with this episode was to for you to share some of these really good uh tips and things to for photographers and new starting new businesses uh to think of uh when it comes to thinking of their financial your their business finances because it's it's really it could make be the difference between continuing a profitable and successful business and Closing it. It is. You could have a really great product, a really great service, but if your business are kind of your your finances are all over the place and you don't have cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. Cash flow. And everybody can't get a loan or a grant. You want to make your money work for you. And so yeah, you have to have a cash flow system. And that's what accounting is. And you don't want it all going to taxes either. Right. And that just simply comes from tracking. The biggest thing, if you walk away today, is how we tell you <laughs> track, designate. And that's the best way to prepare for taxes because now you'll have planned deductible business expenses. You're not just trying to, you know, find some deductions at the end Wait. of the year. So you don't pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. Or you come up short because you didn't track your spending. Exactly. And, you know, think a lot of things can change like, you know, last year with, well, we were currently still living in a pandemic. Yeah. So that, that shifted a lot of how the, in the, all industries were affected and like specifically photographers. I'm sure uh, a lot of you had, um, Weddings either postponed for 2021 yeah. or even 2022 or canceled or even size resized from 200 person guests to 10 person wedding at a courthouse. And, you know, it, it shifted a lot. So preparing and preparing is essential and, um, being in the mindset that you mentioned it briefly at one point, it, there's, there's this mindset that you need, uh, for, for building that profit because, if you don't have that mind fit mindset that you can work your business and get paid for it, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, then then you know, there's there's another thing that we can work with, but that that you'll need to work with so that you can uh, you have the mindset to know that you are worth whatever you say your services are worth, and you feel comfortable and confident about that, and then in pri- sharing that price to your potential audience, your your mm-hmm. your potential clients, because. A lot of the mistakes that uh, one of the biggest mistakes new starting photography business they do is they want to photograph everything and their goal to differentiate themselves is that they're cheap. And hey, I totally get it. Like I totally get the idea of making your your business affordable and I totally get that part of that is, you know, you want to get clients in and that's fine if but you know you you also want to be able to make a living out of it because there is a lot of work behind it so you want to make Mm -hmm. it worthwhile and if you don't have that mindset of knowing and understanding that you can make a living out of this 
but you just have to really know your numbers, know what is what goes be up be in the back of the back end of your business, what makes it possible for you to offer these services. Exactly. Then, you know, that's going to help you get in that right mindset and then then knowing what questions you need to ask. And if you don't know what you need to and if you don't know what you need to ask, then ask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and see you by knowing what you need to earn then you can also determine how much you want to earn. Yes. And so you you can't let market set your pricing because you, you will end up with, like you said, that failing business because you're trying to be affordable. So uh, I have a negotiating series that I'm, I will be rolling out soon, helping you kind of avoid these pitfalls. That market pricing can be deceptive because um, – Someone can say someone's really trying to just beat barely beat your price. So if you set your price under someone else's business, you don't know what other income they have going on. So if that's your primary uh, stream of income is photography, you need to be pricing so you can take money out of your business and still keep it open. Um, if your client has to always pay up front, um, which there's nothing wrong with that, but some things like you can't, I can't help you unless you go ahead and pay the bill, but I have no plan on what I'm going to give you or how to help you. You have to, all of that relates and links together. So you have to have an idea of more than just pricing to get the job. Yes. You need to price for what you need and stand firm. Be okay if when someone says no, because you will find someone who will more than, they'll see your quality of work better than your price. So don't fall into that. That's a pit. It's a pitfall, especially yes. for new business owners. You yes. are adjusting the market rates when you do that. So yes. you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I highly recommend everybody to tune into that episode where we talking at, where I'm talking about how to price for profit. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a, um, it's going to give you a good insight on how to think about, you know, getting into that right mindset and setting your goals, your financial goals. Uh, and then that's going to help you go from that big goal and then sub the, like going from the macro to the micro and then having a big picture of what you need to do to make that happen. Um, so, um, Michelle, thank you so very much for this. This is oh, really cool. I'm sure we can definitely talk a lot more of this. <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> so we're going to go into the lightning round, which is a fun uh, way to wrap up oh. this podcast. It's nothing related to numbers. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't warn me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> How do I plan? <laughs> okay, <now> go ahead. <laughs> so that's, are you, and this is like, you know, fun, real. Just chill. No numbers, though. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. All right. So, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Hot cocoa or tea? Oh, gosh. <laughs> cocoa. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. <laughs> what is the worst dish you've ever made? Yeah. The burnt ones. <laughs> I once burnt bacon. <laughs> it's possible. I burnt turkey bacon. <laughs> In my defense, I don't eat it, so I don't know how to cook it. Do you give it to you? Give it to your little. <laughs> Kind of drop it on the floor. <laughs> it goes 
those in the compost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So the next one, what is your non-superpower power? Oh, non-superpower? Is that a question? Yeah, <laughs> non, that's my question. Non-superpower <laughs> non power. Oh, it's just me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm goofy. I just, I love to laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I you know I have my days <laughs> I, I guess think, I think you and and you can add like you make uh, you make accounting fun <laughs> so because like of that super, okay I think that's a superpower <laughs> superpower okay <laughs> <laughs> and finally where can people find you uh, on my website bpaccountingsolutions.com and that's really where I'm focused at these days so I'm blogging um, putting videos up and trainings, uh, there's free and then there's paid. So, <laughs> you know, you do have to pay for some stuff. So, um, I've just decided to focus on my website. So BP accounting solutions.com. Wonderful. And we will be including some wonderful show notes for today's episode on focusandbloomstudio.com. This is where all, you'll be able to see all this episode and all of the previous episodes as well. Wonderful. Download show notes, download some of the free guides. Definitely check out that uh, episode, Profit, um, How to Price for Profit. There's also, there's mm -hmm. even like How to Price for Profit Calculator. It's a spreadsheet. I love uh -huh. spreadsheets, but it's really easy. So You'll be able to check it out. I'll link it as well in the in today's show notes. Michelle, once again, thank you so very much for joining me in today's podcast. It's been great. And thank you, and thank you for what you're doing. We need your support, and you're just you're such a wonderful, sharp person. You know what you're doing. You um you just and you love people. So uh, thank you for supporting our community as small business owners. Ah, perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so very much. And everybody, thank you for so much very much for tuning in. And until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.